Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Kamala Harris joins the debate. This is what I mean. You may have noticed already that Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were totally willing and ready and able to start taking some swipes at Joe Biden as soon as he got in the race, proved himself to be the front runner. In fact, Warren and Sanders didn't really wait for the proving to be the front runner part. Uh, from the day he entered the race, they started taking some swipes about him at him about his fundraising. And Sanders has gone quite aggressively on TV in many interviews going after Joe Biden on policy. And he says he likes Joe Biden a lot and that he's not going to go after him personally, but wants to make clear how different he is from Biden, from his Iraq war vote to NAFTA to other uh Issues where Sanders thinks he draws a very strong contrast to uh, Biden. That's what we've seen so far from the, you know, the most progressive to the left candidates in the field, uh, a willingness to take on Joe Biden. Elizabeth Warren has done so over the bankruptcy bill. They clashed over that a couple decades ago, perhaps it was by now. And Elizabeth Warren says that she's going to make no apologies about that, that she was on the side of consumers and that Joe Biden was on the side of the banks and the credit card companies. And and she plans to continue to draw that contrast. Kamala Harris, the senator from California, hasn't really taken a swipe yet at Joe Biden in any kind of significant way. And today, up in New Hampshire, uh, Kamala Harris showed some willingness and comfort with drawing contrasts with the front runner. And I think it was the clearest sign that we're in a new season. You know, we are just a little over a month away from the first debates. We do not know which group of 10 will be debating each other on the first night in Miami and which group of 10 will be debating each other on the second night in Miami. But we do know this. There's sort of a top five candidate status right now, right? Joe Biden is in a world by himself as a dominant front runner. Sanders is behind him nationally in the early states. And then you've got Warren, Harris, Buttigieg, all bunched up as the next three. But that's your top tier of five candidates. We don't know if those five candidates are going to get the chance to debate each other or not directly, or they're going to have to sort of debate each other over the course of a two debate night. But Listening to Kamala Harris in New Hampshire today, when she was answering a question about Joe Biden's interpretation of the 94 crime bill and whether or not it contributed to mass incarceration, they disagree. Joe Biden yesterday in New Hampshire was making the case that he doesn't believe that 94 crime bill, that he was a proponent of, a leader on, and that he shepherded through the Congress to Bill Clinton's signature into law. He doesn't believe it contributed to the mass incarceration problem. He believes that there was money in there for prevention. And he believes that states went uh, sort of hog wild with mandatory minimum sentences. You could be a nonviolent drug offender and you were getting mandatory minimum sentences. And he believes the states were doing that at the state level. And he doesn't he doesn't attribute that to the 94 crime bill. Now, this is going to be a piece of Joe Biden's past 
that he's going to have to litigate throughout this Democratic nomination race. I know it looks like he's just gliding to the nomination right now. That's not how nomination contests are won. Joe Biden very well may be the front runner. Perhaps he'll be the front runner all the way through. We don't know. But if you just watched the last Democratic nomination race, Hillary Clinton, who was first lady at the time, had to answer time and again for Bill Clinton's 94 crime bill. In the modern day Democratic Party with criminal justice reform, a bipartisan issue, but where the energized activist base of the Democratic Party is highly engaged on this issue. And of course, it speaks directly to African-Americans, which are a critical constituency inside the Democratic nominating electorate. And Hillary Clinton, it was not just one and done. Uh, You may recall she gave a speech very early on in her campaign to try and start grappling with this because she understood it as a significant hurdle she was going to have to jump in this race against Bernie Sanders in the Democratic nomination race. And maybe even a little less about Bernie Sanders and more just in this ability to bring these huge pieces of the Democratic Party together on a piece of the Clinton record that is not well received today. Joe Biden's going to have the same challenge in this race. And Kamala Harris today made sure he knows that challenge is coming and it's coming from her. And it's a twofold political sort of jujitsu move here. Kamala Harris is taking an answer from Joe Biden yesterday and saying, I disagree with that. I think he got it wrong. She said it did contribute to mass incarceration in our country. Take a listen to what Kamala Harris said this morning in New Hampshire about it. And we'll talk about it on the other side. Here's Senator Harris. Well, I have a great deal of respect for for Vice President Joe Biden, but um, I disagree with him. Um, That crime bill, that 1994 crime bill, um, it it did contribute to mass incarceration in our country. Um, It... It encouraged and, and was the first time that we had a federal um, three strikes law. It, it funded uh, the, the building of more prisons in the states. And um, so I, I disagree, sadly. So you, there you have it. She couldn't be more clear about this and couldn't be more clear in her disagreement with Joe Biden. Not shying away from it. We've seen whether on Amtrak or on a street corner, we've seen a couple photos of Biden and Harris together in the last year. Sort of both seem to be sort of happenstance encounters. They seem to have a real affinity for each other. Senator Harris was you know, welcomed Joe Biden into the race and wasn't looking to speak ill of Joe Biden. And she's not speaking ill of him here. She's just saying she disagrees with his assessment on this piece of, of legislation and what its fallout was. But what she's also doing here is taking a vulnerability of her own, her own criminal justice record as a prosecutor, and and how many people have expressed the notion that perhaps because she was a prosecutor seen as sort of a cop inside either many in the African-American community or in the criminal justice reform movement, this notion that she was on the wrong side of that equation. Now, she pushes back on that vehemently. She says she has been working nonstop in her career to reform the criminal justice system from the inside as a DA, as an attorney general, as a United States senator. Now, there's a lot in her record that is going to be litigated, no doubt. Uh, It has been before. It will be again. Just recently, Jake Tapper interviewed her last week, and they had a whole conversation about this truancy law that uh, she was supportive of. There will be... There has been and will continue to be a whole conversation about Kamala Harris's prosecutorial record. So she's taking what is 
a potential vulnerability and something she has to answer for quite a bit. And in a total jujitsu move, turning it on Joe Biden, saying the hot potato on criminal justice reform is yours now, Mr. Vice President. That did cause mass incarceration, that 94 bill you championed. And so the debate begins. Now, as I mentioned, we've seen a couple of very friendly, fun, loving images between Biden and Harris over the course of the last many months. And it will surprise no one listening to this podcast that many Democrats talk about a possible Biden-Harris ticket. Well, Senator Harris was asked about that notion today, about why it's always a Biden-Harris ticket with Harris as sort of the VP in this slot. And uh, here is a little bit more of Kamala Harris in New Hampshire today on the topic of Vice President Joe Biden and sharing the ticket. You know, listen, I think that, sure, if people want to speculate about running mates, I encourage that because I think that Joe Biden would be a great running mate. As vice president, he's proven that he knows how to do the job. And um, there are certainly a lot of other candidates that would make, for me, a a very viable and interesting vice president. (laughs) Well, at least uh, Senator Harris is also showing she has a sense of humor about her uh, opponents. Uh, She pushed back on that notion, of course, and said that... uh, He's already proven to be great at the job and that he would be a great running mate. That was one way to dismiss the suggestion that uh, somehow if they were a ticket together, that uh, it wouldn't be Biden up top. Now, I don't think Biden's going to be offered anybody's vice presidential slot should he not be the nominee at the end of this process. But that was one way with a little bit of humor and a little jab. Senator Harris is showing that she is very much ready to engage in this debate and is not seating any territory to Joe Biden uh, out of deference or respect. And I think Joe Biden should see Senator Harris's answers today and behavior today and posture today as it relates to him and know that he has a real nomination fight that is going to come on his hands. This is not going to be a simple walk in the park all the way to the Democratic nomination in Milwaukee next summer. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.